everybody, and welcome to the podcast World Order. I'm your host, Matt. I have Dwight on the couch. I have Ben on the couch. Uh, up on Zoom, we have Ryan Connington. We have Jeff Hall. And we are joined today by former Ring of Honor owner and current Ring of Honor ambassador, wrestling royalty, Carrie Silken. Working on it. I'm getting better. No, it's our pleasure. It's absolutely our pleasure. 100%. Thank you for coming. You forgot to say a podcast uh, efficient. I mean, one of the one of the most entertaining podcasts out there, if I do say so. Yep. Yeah, yours. Last stop, Penn Station. Last stop, Penn Station. The uh, most podcasts are done uh, like we're doing this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I think one of the reasons it worked so well is because Ian and myself, because we live near each other, were able to do this exclusively. And I don't know how much of it you heard, but a lot of the stuff was very personal mm-hmm. and uh, sort of heavy. And uh, it just worked. Um, we're, we're talking about doing some episodes. It's been good. I've, I have thoroughly enjoyed it so far. Yeah. I'm, I, having done some sales in my life, I could relate to some of those uh, crazy sales stories working on a pirate ship like, like that, doing, doing some... Uh, I've been there. I could definitely relate. Well, I'll put you on the streets in front of Madison Square Garden and see how you make out there. Yeah, no, I, I, gave, it up, I gave it up for a reason. <laughs> I was in the 80s and... Uh, Well, I, I wanted to ask this, because uh, I know, um, I believe episode one or two of uh, Next Stop, Penn Station, yeah. Last Stop. Last Stop, jeez. Come on, man. Monday oh, Brain, I'm sorry. You talked about how you got into the ticket business, and I was curious, how did you transition from the ticket business into professional wrestling? How many hours do we have? <laughs> Until they get us out. Until they tell us the stuff. whether they're wrestlers or, you know, guys behind the scenes or other promoters, pretty much everyone is a wrestling fan. The only person I've ever met, check this out, the only person I've ever met who was not a wrestling fan at all, but he had a huge name as a wrestler, as a booker, uh, behind the scenes guy, as a manager, was Dutch Mantel. Huh. 99.9% of the other people, including myself, uh, were, were lifelong wrestling fans. So, I hate to talk about ancient history, but I'm, I'm 63. I started watching wrestling when I was 10, so that's 1966. Saw my first live show when I was 11. Went to the garden for the first time in 71. And uh, I'll probably never answer your question, my man. <laughs> but, uh, 
I haven't yeah. gotten there yet. Because Puerto Rico stuff, uh, this is pre, right before Ring of Honor was starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did, me and my cousin Mike did a wrestling magazine in Puerto Rico. Right. Why did we do that? How did we do that? Mike was in the, re- was in the magazine business. He was, uh, his, his, uh, Writing ranged everything from, uh, there was an old magazine called Metal Maniacs, mm-hmm. and uh, he did country, he did everything. And he also was a wrestling fan, so we went on vacation to Puerto Rico, this was like 99, and at the time, there was a, magazines were sort of dying off. Right. There, was, there was a magazine that his company had called Wrestling World, it had been around since the 60s. They were only publishing, uh, once every two months. So the editor quit. Mike took the gig over. So I said to Mike, they got a really good wrestling scene in Puerto Rico. We went to the show. And as we left, it was so, it was so good. It reminded me of like the 70s. And uh, the people believed. And I said to my cousin, I go, wow, you know, we should do a wrestling magazine in Spanish in Puerto Rico. He goes, what are you talking about? I'm an editor. I'm a writer. You're talking about distribution, translation, layout. So I said, well, does your magazine company, which had like 40 titles, the name of them was Sterling and Fat, do they publish in Puerto Rico? The answer was yes. So we got together with the people that put it on the newsstand. We got together with two wrestling companies. You got to listen to the podcast to hear all the details. At the same time, that was going on. <clears throat> I knew uh, I knew Gabe uh, from Ring of Honor when, when it started, and uh, so I didn't get involved in Ring of Honor for like the first eight nine months of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not going to talk about those things that happened that got me into full ownership. We all know those stories. Yeah, we know those things. Right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. But here's, okay, but hey. Check it out. Here's the thing. If that shit didn't happen with Mr. X, whether it happened or it didn't, but if that incident wouldn't have happened allegedly, uh, Rig of Honor would have went out of business. Because I was going to pull out. But since that, that went down, I was able to say, hey, it's either you and give me my money back or it's me and you go away. Mm-hmm. And here we are in 2020. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, as a as a person, like I was one of those people that was that was buying VHS tapes and DVDs through the mail, and that was I was when that was happening because when WCW went under, and I I'm, I've been a you know I, I was an NWA WCW guy, right? And I was looking for alternatives, so I was one of the I was one of your target audience right right from the get go. So. Thank, thank you so much because it, Ring of Honor really has been like a, you know, a, a, a port in a dark sea of shitty wrestling for a while. <laughs> so, you know. I'll let you guess, Jeff. I've already talked. Jeff's a, he's another Twitter um, of Omar. 
say. I mean, God bless. Uh, uh, 2004. We're gonna we're talking about uh, um, Christopher Daniels, uh, uh, Samoa uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Okay. Samoa uh, Joe. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ah shit. You would have thought, yeah. <laughs> That kind of leads to my next question, actually, because, I mean, you were there for the beginning of so many stars who are currently at the, the forefront of the business. Um, what, what is it like when you see them perform now, and are you still in contact with any of them? going to go for, I mean that's that kind of goes along with the question I had the t 2010 was like a that's like a golden year for Ring of Honor wrestling I mean there was that was some of the best wrestling period I've ever seen that whole year it was fantastic um what so where was that Davey Richards Eddie Edwards that and yeah, what the, the, the Steen Generico Ste the Steen Generico stuff um I mean that that just the that whole that whole feud was just, I mean, with, with, what, with what else was going on in wrestling, because TNA was turning, quickly turning into garbage for me, and then WWE have always been kind of hot, hit or miss on, but Ring of Honor was, was on fire in 2010. Sort of 
Sophie, let me ask you this. Um, with all those names you name and all the damn talent that's gone through that place, do you know, like, like through your years there and, like, all the guys you name, do you know you've got those guys, like, or are you guys just – because they're, they're absolutely great. And, and Ring of Honor is, is, is the best wrestling and still is the best wrestling. Um, but do you know at the time that you have those heavy hitters and all those guys are that good, or are you just, just – As long as I come looking.
now to kind of change subjects here because Bobby Cruz said we had to ask this. We have to ask about the beanbag slash double bean nickname. So what was the uh, origin story of that? No, no, he told us we had to ask you. He said we had to ask you. Well, you can also ask you. <laughs> there we are on a hot July day. <laughs> Spent many a night trying to get Todd Todd Sinclair to see him. Yeah, check out his channel. He's been trying to get uh, he's been trying to get Sinclair to see him naked. He's succeeded at least once. Have you been caught in the crossfire once or twice? Of what? Of uh, of Bobby Cruz trying to get uh, Sinclair to see him naked. Besides the beanbag. Yeah, yeah besides the beanbag. <laughs> That's why you see bean bags, bean bag, am I right? <laughs> That's all right. There's a special one. There's a picture of it, actually. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> 
Put the picture up. Come on, Ryan. Cruz's interview, he said uh, one night you had reached out to him asking if he'd be interested in being the lead announcer of Ring of Honor. Uh, he said he was and he and he said your response was, alright, give me a little bit. And you called him back about an hour later saying he was hired. Well, we had the guy Steven DeAngelis. Yeah.
This is where I come in because that's my I'm the I'm the old elder statesman here, the dean of old school. But um, and so I tell these guys to do their homework and watch good matches from back in the day. And you reminded me one of one of them that I've actually uh, watched to, and tried to get these guys. Were you there when uh, Bob Backlund uh, and Harley Race had their champion versus champion match at Madison Square Garden, 1980? I can't even imagine. I mean, just as a fan, I mean, what we had that feeling. We because we we were watching that when it happened, and just you know, 
it, the magnitude of the event was 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 amazing even for us and we're just we're just fans <laughs> I've been watching that Michael Jordan special. Right. Uh, yeah.
we, we, we talked to a couple of the, um, you know, Beer City Bruiser and Brian Malonis. We had um, Ryan Nova. We talked to them, and it, it seemed to be the thing where it was like you, you probably don't get the magnitude until like the day after or at the end of it. We go, oh, wow, that all just happened. <laughs> and maybe like, like I was talking to Joe Topp. said it the last couple of weeks, even during all this co the lockdown and the COVID-19 thing, and without being able to do shows, Ring of Honor has been putting out some pretty good con content, the, the weekly TV. I mean, it's been fantastic, These, you know, the, the spotlights on different guys, and I've enjoyed it, and I've, I've, I've shared as much as I can, told people to go watch it, because it is, it is really good.
Slight change of subject here. So, key, you were a key part of the crew for the movie The Wrestler being at Ring of Honor shows. Uh, I want to ask, what was that like from a backstage perspective? Did that add any additional pressure to the shows? And uh, was there a different type of vibe between the crews, between Nick Cage and Mickey Rourke, considering they were both supposed to be there?
Yeah. Necro Butcher didn't get a supporting actor role, or uh, he got the <laughs> great in that. Yeah, Necro Butcher, I watched it like six months ago. Yeah, Necro Butcher was great. Uh, he was supposed, you know, our last show that was postponed, the one in Vegas, the past, right before the, epi- the pandemic, right. uh, he was supposed to be there. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you've seen him recently. No. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. Um, uh, I've, I've had a question. Yeah, anytime we get, um, you know, any of you legend guys on the show, you know, I'd love, I'd love to like, ask, like, uh, insider questions to, to some extent. And being a Ring of Honor, um, you know, mark like I am, um, I love getting stories about bumps and stuff like that. Now, you may remember, you may not, but one time, BJ Whitmer uh, did a powerbomb to Jimmy Jacobs, and they fell to the outside of the ring. And it was the most gnarly bump I had ever seen. 
So, uh, as your time as the owner, as well as as a former owner now as an ambassador, do you ever find there are moments where you wish things would be going in a different direction? Uh, and have there been moments where you felt like you had to speak out about it? Uh, I know you've said in your podcast you view yourself more as a producer and, and try not to deal more in creative. But was there any time you were just like, no, we can't be doing this? Speaking about uh, people who book their friends and everything, uh, dating back a while here, when Marty Skrull made the decision to stay in Ring of Honor, I know you had said in an interview that you were pleasantly surprised you thought that he was going to be uh, over in AEW, but now that you've had some time to view him in a creative role as well as, as a wrestler uh, since then, uh, how pleased are you with his current work in that aspect? <laughs> Don't know. That's fair. I had I had a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next time you're at the UMBC down in Baltimore, we got you.
Don't forget you. to send me those nudes. Thank you so much. Um, Take care. Uh, see, the thing. Should I know that we're going to get those, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, you're not going to get them. I'm going to get them. And then my wife, Sarah, is going to be like, why do you have a man's ball, ball sack on your phone? And I'm going to have to explain this. Does this count as, as Bobby Cruz getting Todd Sinclair again? Yeah, yeah, it does. Via law of transfer? Sure. Well, well, make sure before... She like, just walked out of the room and was like, what is this about a ball sack? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, before, we, before we do anything, oh, you know, we want to make sure that um, Last Stop Penn Station, check out Carrie's uh, uh, podcast with he does with Ian Riccoboni, who's going to be our guest here uh, in the near future. Um, great stories, not only about wrestling, but just about life, and, and so super fun to... Super fun to listen to, for sure. Um, we we yeah, didn't ask it tonight. Really quick, really quick, make sure you guys go to social media. Follow Carrie Self on Twitter at ROH Carrie. Follow him on Instagram, ROH Carrie. Uh, very recently, he's been putting a lot of baseball card stuff up. Uh, I really wanted to get to, to chat with him about that, but it uh, looked like he was a little pressed for time. Um, but go and you know, check out his stuff. It is really, really solid. Yeah, yes. he's definitely someone to follow on social media. He's got a lot of really fun stuff. And just in general, the things that he tweets are going to make you want to turn to that podcast. We didn't get to it tonight, but um, the stories that man has, you're going to want to turn it, tune into his podcast for that. For sure. Um, with that, does anyone have any closing statements? Uh, like, share all of our stuff. Subscribe on hey, uh, what Don't, uh, we, don't, don't we have podcast. somebody coming up on Thursday we need to talk about? We can get there, too. <laughs> Ryan, who we got on Thursday? Uh, Thursday, uh, we have Mr. Ian Riccoboni, uh, play commentator for Ring of Honor Wrestling. And the co-host of Bobby of uh, Carrie Silver's podcast. Yep. Yeah, so you're getting both sides of, of the last stop, Penn Station. Yep. Gosh, Monday is messing with me. So, uh, we look forward to that. We hope you guys are, too. Please join us. Thursday at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. <laughs> all right? And with that, we must bid you all adieu. Goodbye and good night. That one's for you, Jeff. Bang. <laughs> <laughs>